Welcome back to the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our sponsor of the week is Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you need photos or video, we are the team to get the job done. No No matter if you need photos for that great wedding or that special event, they can help you with your photos. And if you need a videographer for your wedding day or if you need to shoot a music video or, or a special family event, they are the videographers to get the job done. So no matter if you're thinking about photos or videos, please contact Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions for your next video or photography project. Our special guest this week is the current Ms. New Mexico Teen USA 2020 Isabella Bazell is on the show. She's an incredible pageant contestant. She's competed three times to win the title and third time is the charm, as they say. And she's going to talk about her pageant career, her pageant pursuits, and all of her exciting things coming up to competing at nationals. I'm really excited for having her on the show. And I want to spend a special thanks to her director, Ms. New Mexico Teen USA's the official preliminary to the Ms. Teen USA pageant, independently directed and produced by Laura Productions. Laura, we really appreciate you giving permission to interview your wonderful teen title holder, Isabella, and we appreciate you allowing us your time, and we appreciate you working with us in the future. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Well, it's absolutely um, amazing to have one of our lovely USA teen uh, contestants on the show. I, I really appreciate Isab- uh, is yourself, Isabella, coming on the show and uh, talking about your, your newly won title. I know you're um, vastly um, um, running towards the, uh, the national competition, so I'm sure you're really excited. Yes, I am for sure. It's coming quick around the corner. Yeah, have you ever been to uh to Memphis and to um the Elvis's home ever? I the Graceland. Have my yes, my cousin actually got married in Memphis, Tennessee, so we got to go to Graceland and do the Elvis Museum, which was super cool. That's awesome. Was it a long time ago? Uh, about three years ago so it would be nice to go back believe it or not in that time frame because that's roughly the last time i went they've demolished the um welcome center and built a brand new one so the building that you're actually going to be competing in is a brand new facility so uh, yeah so you should be like treated like princesses i mean you should be you guys should be treated like princesses regardless but um (laughs) um so all of our listeners are always wondering what are the, the like steps to really get there. And as a teen, it's always even harder because, you know, you're still starting at life and you're, you have high school and, and all these other factors. So when you were starting out your pageant career, is this your first pageant? Were you doing other things to really pursue pageantry or um, you just happen to to do really well and you won your first pageant like what where are you in this mix so i competed for three years prior to pageantry i was a competitive cheerleader and that was pretty much my entire life i had never done anything besides cheerleading because i just loved it so much but then i started having really bad back pain which we couldn't figure out what the cause was. So I had to stop cheering, unfortunately. And pageants was kind of just something that I'd always thought to be super cool, but I never thought that I was the type of girl to do a pageant um, until I got hurt. And I realized maybe that was something that I could try now because I wasn't so busy with cheerleading. So that was kind of just a spur of the moment thing. Um, The first year I competed, I really had no idea what I got myself into. I didn't know about evening gown or interview or anything about pageants, really. But 
it was so much fun the first year that I competed and um, I wanted to go back. So I went back a second year and I placed second runner up, which I was a little bit more educated about how to prepare for a pageant. So I definitely did better. And then this third year, which was this year, I won, thankfully. And I just kind of knew a lot more about pageants. So over the years, I've learned so much, not only about myself, but about how the pageants work. And I think that's what really helped me win this year. Well, let's roll things back a little bit, because I always like to break things down and help people with this. So does cheerleading help you become a better pageant contestant because there is some stage component and you have to work as a team or is it or cheerleading is just something that was taking the time that kept you in good shape that then there was an injury and then you applied yourself to something else um i would say it's a little bit of both cheerleading definitely kept me in shape and kept my metabolism fast um but I had been on stage since I was six or seven. So the stage was kind of something that came naturally to me and I enjoy being on stage. And I definitely think that all of those years of cheerleading and, you know, being drilled to have facials the entire time while I'm flipping upside down, um, that definitely was really helpful for when I got into pageants because then I was already comfortable with the stage presence. So when you say on stage, were you as a young child doing uh, cheerleading performances on stage or were you more doing the team? Because you you could do the team aspect where you're doing AC, a, 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 a national cheer, AC. I always get the, the uh, anachronism for cheerleading. ACA, National Cheerleading Association. Is that the is that the correct one? Or I always get those wrong. That is one of them. There okay. are a ton of them. Okay. <laughs> But is that what you're referring to for 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 the stage um, performances, or were you doing like batons or something else in cheerleading? No, so I was on a team with about twenty five to thirty girls, and we would perform on stage at competitions around the country. Okay, so that really did play a major role. So. Yes. If if someone's sitting there and they've never done a, uh, a team sport and they've never been on a stage and they want to do pageantry, do you recommend them pursuing that to practice and like sharpen their sword? Or do you think that that may be a waste of time and may not be the best way to go ahead and win the title? Should they just go ahead and pursue being uh, a pageant contestant? Um, I would say, honestly, like, I think cheerleading was just a part of who I was in my story, and it did help me, but it might not be the same for somebody else. I think with getting comfortable on stage and pursuing pageants, you kind of have to find your own way to figure that out, because I think a lot of different people have different ways of getting comfortable with something, so I think really it's just finding what works for you so that you can reach that end goal. And for me, that might've been my cheerleading helped me along the way. So I don't know that cheerleading is what made it, made it or broke it for me. Um, but I do think it was very helpful. Um, and I also think that practicing in front of people can be really helpful. I think just getting comfortable and used to people watching you. What's the uh, dynamic or um, pressure that is very unique for someone who's in high school as a teen competing as a cheerleader and then going into um, pageantry? Is there um, like, you know, are you are you famous in the, in the school? Does that put extra pressure? If, if so, are, are are people looking down at you? What? What are the scenarios that you're put in? Is there any pressure in any way? Um, So I always joke with like my family members that I live like a Hannah Montana double life because of course, like if I have an event or something, I'm going to get all dressed up and wear my sash and crown and, you know, fit to that dynamic. But if I'm at school, I'm either like in leggings and a sweatshirt 
um, and I try not to talk about the pageants with anybody there. But when I won, everybody kind of found out on social media. So at that point, everybody knew who I was and they were super excited um, and they always want to talk about it. So I don't know that it's pressure. I think I thought it would be more pressure than it actually turned out to be. A lot of people are very supportive, which I'm appreciative of. Um, the only thing that I've kind of struggled with a little bit is time management. Like I'm a freshman in college now and preparing for Team USA. And there are so many components and things that I have to do to get ready for Team USA and also my homework for school. And I just feel like I'm being kind of stretched a little thin right now, but I am getting through it. And <laughs> hopefully I, after Team USA, things will calm down a little bit. But that's kind of been the only thing that's been a little bit um, stressful for me. Well, I'd love for you to, I'd love to get into that time management thing. Are you, are you feeling that you're maximizing the amount of like actual workable hours in your day and, and getting things accomplished uh, proactively? Or do you feel like everything's being thrown at you at the exact same time and you don't know exactly how to accomplish everything and, and somehow miraculously things are coming together at the last minute? Um, well, my mom and I always joke because from the time I was little, she always told me that I needed to put things on the calendar or tell her to put the things on the calendar. That way I knew where I had to be and when and what I had to be doing that day. So it has been ingrained in my, engraved in my brain that if it's not on the calendar, it doesn't exist. So I use my calendar very wisely and I pretty much have my entire day from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. completely booked with either, okay, I'm going to be doing this homework or I'm going to go to go tan or practice my hair and makeup. So I would say that my whole day is planned and I'm always doing something that way I can get everything done. Um, but is that personally busy? Yeah. Is that personally helpful for you? Are you one of those people that you would rather be on a schedule or do you feel that you would be more liberated and more, um, and more, uh, free flowing if you could know that there are objectives to achieve that day and you just need to finish them and it doesn't matter in what time frame and what order. Um, I would say that I like having a schedule and having things planned. I do think that I can like go with the flow if need be, but at the same time, like I think I just work so much better if I know that I need to be doing homework at this time because I have interview sessions later. So I think planning has definitely helped me a lot and um, I don't know that I'd be okay without it. <laughs> Now, just as a curious thing, um, I'm 38 and my life is, um, you know, I grew up on pen and paper, but now it basically revolves around a digital calendar. Um, mm -hmm. Are you all digital calendar or does, does it, does your mom um, feel that she needs to have a paper calendar or, or do you guys have a, a, a digital link calendar that you guys both can see on both of your computer devices or your phones? So we have a family calendar on our phones. That way we can see who needs to be where and what they're doing that day. But I also have a um, calendar that I can write in um, because I think that's been very helpful for me for school. Being able to actually write something down on pen and paper, I think helps me remember it a little bit easier. Um, and then that's just for school pretty much. And then mostly all of my pageant stuff is just all on my phone calendar. Are you keeping any kind of a journal in that sense or, or is it just the calendar? Um, in my written calendar, it has like a space where you could put, um, something that happened to you this week that you really liked, like a good thing that happened. Um, so that's kind of the only thing that I journal about, I guess, but it's nice to have 
to look back and remember that something good happened. Do you see yourself keeping that? Or are you not that um, sentimental? Um, I don't know. I am kind of a hoarder, but sometimes <laughs> I just go on a rampage and throw everything away. So I'm not sure yet, honestly. <laughs> okay. Um, so just to put it in age perspective, are you, you're 18 to 19 or how old are you? Because if you're in your first year, first year of college. Yes. So I just turned 18 in 18. May. Okay. So you competed, uh, your 18th year for your title, right? That, that you I currently were 17. You're 17. Okay. So you yes. had two more years of eligible, eligibility, correct? Yes. Okay. I did. So that is that. Was that another big issue, the age of eligibility? Were you, like, did you feel that if this was the year, was if you was going to win, this was the year that would be the most, um, f like, freeing time or most proactive time to win the title? Um, I don't know, to be honest, because the second year that I competed, I really wanted to win that year, and then I didn't. And I kind of saw that that wasn't really my year to win. I still had so much more growth and learning about myself that I had to do. And then this year, I kind of just thought I went into the mindset of if I'm going to win, I'm going to win. Like, there, if not, there's always next year. And if not then, then there's always the Miss competition. So I didn't really see like a pressurized time limit, I guess. Um, I just wanted to do my best. And if I was meant to win, then I would. So looking at your three years of competition practicing, do you feel that you've really learned all of the things that encompass what would be Miss Teen USA, United States, USA? Or do you think there are still things that you're learning and that you think that you'll have the skills by the time you get to nationals? Um, I think with anything, there's always a lot of room to grow. And, you know, even if you think you know everything, there might still be a couple things that you could learn. And I think that's where I'm at, like right now, like I think this year as a title holder didn't necessarily go the way that most of us thought it was going to. But I feel like I still am learning things about myself and improving myself. And by the time I get to Teen USA and I'm there to compete, I think that that'll be the best version of myself. And that's what I'll show the judges. But even then, like, I think there's always things to learn and always room to improve. So I guess <laughs> I'll just always keep growing myself, I guess. What do you think that really allowed you to jump ahead so far from that first year to that second year? So the first year, you said you placed or you didn't place? I did not place. You didn't place first the first year. And then the second no. year, you you finished in uh, second, third runner-up uh, status. Yes. Right. So that's a huge leap. I mean, that, that, mm -hmm. so, so what, what are the, like, so someone's sitting there and they've competed and they didn't place. Um, what do you, what, what did you do? And then they, maybe they can draw upon that, that allowed them that'll help them to exceed in their pageant. So what, what are the key things that you did to really re retroactive? So the first year I did maybe two interview sessions prior to the competition, which was not nearly enough to bring me out of my shell. I was definitely really nervous and kind of, um, I was not open at all, I guess. Um, and so when I got to my interview, they could tell that I was nervous. They could tell that I didn't really know what I was doing. And I think that was the biggest thing that I improved on the next year is I did interview session after interview session and walking sessions just to make myself the most comfortable that I could be. And I would definitely say that interview was what I improved the most on from the first year to the second year and interviews the biggest score. So I think that's what really helped me with the second year. So was that a pageant coach or were you drawing upon a YouTube video or uh, multiple um, past winners? 
Um, so I used an interview coach. Um, her name's Kelly Sargent, and she does um, a lot of pageant interview coaching, and she has helped me tremendous, tremendously over the last three years. Is she the magic potion in, in the sauce that allowed you to get there, or is she a, a, a part of it? I would definitely say that she's part of it, but I think at the end of the day, it comes down to who is competing. And like for me, I had to come out of my shell and be comfortable to show the judges who I am and what I wanted to do. And Kelly was just a person who could help me get there. Teen is such a very, I would say hard for, as I've been a past judge as well as, um, you know, I've been a photographer for 10 years. It's so hard to, to pick. Um, right. Would you recommend anyone just to just go ahead and do a random teen uh, pageant and roll the dice? Or do you think you should take it really serious, like a Ms. competition and practice a long time and, you know, not waste your money? And, and how do you, like, how do you look at it? Because clearly you definitely put your money at the top of the line. This is the biggest system in the United States, um, next to America. Everyone knows USA. Everyone, you know, everyone knows that silver and white sash. Everyone knows the teen crown. So, um, what, how did you, uh, how did you break that down? Or is this is something you've dreamed of? You've always dreamed of, of this specific title. Um, so I have done other pageants, pageant systems, and, uh, that's made me realize that I really love the USA system. And that is just the pageant that I wanted to do. But I think for the most part, like everybody is different. For me, I was very outgoing from the time that I was little. And then after I had to stop cheering, I kind of went back in a little bubble and, wasn't as outgoing but then pageants kind of brought it out again in me and so I think that like the interview component can come naturally to some people rather than others but I also think that you know practicing every single day isn't going to like if you practice every single day for a year I don't know that that's really gonna make or break the competition I I think being able to like over the year, like learn and grow as much as you can as a person and, you know, do interview sessions here and there and also practice your walk like throughout the year. I think that is a good way to, you know, always be practicing, but not so much to where it's kind of consumed your whole life. Because I think that if you focus everything on it and let pageants consume your life, it's going to be um, a little bit too much and then you don't really get to show your genuine self um, and I think that's the biggest part is showing the judges who you are is what they're going to be impressed with and that's what you're going to that's how you're going to win and so I think however you can accomplish that is the way to do it but I do think that everybody's different so just finding that way that works for you that way you can show them who you are is the best way to go about it I guess so how are you, um, I mean, it's a good, good, um, segue there. How are you really separating that life? I mean, do you have girlfriends that you hang out with and you talk about, um, do you have a oh, cheerleading? So I assume you like football or ba uh, basketball or baseball. So are you, or, or you going shopping or going to the movies? Is that your separation or do you have girlfriends that are in the pageant world and you guys accessed about it and you talk about the pageant stuff all the time because you specifically said you like to turn that off. And, and yeah, not. so, um, I don't know. I think I've kind of found a balance. It's funny because my roommate is actually, she was the first runner up to me at the New Mexico pageant and that's completely random. We're yeah. We're together wow. all the time, but we don't really talk about pageants that much. Like we, you know, talk about our homework and we do our homework together. We go eat dinner and talk about like the new people that we've met. But I don't know that we really obsess over the pageants. Like she's now doing another pageant system. Um, so like, of course we talk about it sometimes or like when she's on the phone with her mom, like 
she's talking about the pageants, but I wouldn't say that that's something that I like to focus on. Like, I, I think I like to be kind of independent with the pageants. Like, I want to focus on interview, like, when I'm doing my interview session. And then, of course, like, I'll go and talk to my mom and tell her how it went after that. But after that, like, I kind of like to keep it to myself and, you know, just think about it to myself rather than going and, like, talking about it 24-7. So I would say that I like going to dinner and hanging out with my friends, and that's kind of my balance of going away from the pageants, I guess. Is that a little bit embarrassing then, or do you feel that um, it it's not really a sport or a competition, and that when you're in it, you're in it, and then when you're not, like life, life, you know, the sun goes up, the sun goes down, life um, um, continues um, going. Um, no, it's not embarrassing at all. I personally, I don't really like to talk about the pageants because I feel like it's kind of coming across as bragging. And I know that it's not like if I say that I'm Miss New Mexico Teen USA, like I am proud to say that, but I like to kind of, (laughs) I don't know. I like to keep it to myself a little bit. If it's just like a person that I meet in college, because, um, I don't know. I (laughs) guess I I really like that Hannah Montana life. (laughs) I don't blame you because I mean, uh, if I could be Batman and and um, <laughs> and be a superhero or or Hammond, I mean, it, to me, it sounds weird for me to say that, but it's Batman is is the appropriate for a guy. So, um, right. and uh, if you know, if you could be wonderful and 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 great uh, charisma, and then at at night to be like um, saving the world, you know, that I think anyone would want that. Or so I'm getting that vibe. Um, is it has it hit you yet that you're in very rare air like for just a statistically wise there has been less people competing for your title than has competed in the super bowl in instance existence like the amount of people like does that like scare you did you not know that statistic like is that really cool for you um i think that that's really cool um that's definitely one of the statistics that i use when i'm like telling my family members about it um because i feel like not everybody always understands pageants and so that kind of that statistic kind of puts it into perspective um I would say that the first night that I won, I do not really remember anything because I was just like in my own little bubble of, um, I was in my own little bubble, I guess. So I don't really remember that much from that night. Um, but I think it still kind of is weird to me, but I would say that it definitely is a huge honor being able to compete in Miss Teen USA around all of these other amazing girls. And I don't know that it'll even hit me until I really get there that it is such a huge thing, but I am really glad that I have had this opportunity. Well, I, uh, I hope it doesn't, I hope the moment is something that you can absorb and, uh, and remember and, uh, look, look fondly on and hopefully you're looking fondly because you're going to be a former Miss Teen uh, USA. Um, but also the people that have gone on, there are so many famous people and celebrities. Have you looked at the uh, Wikipedia of all the past people that have, have won titles and there are famous actors, actresses or, um, or all the uh, amazing achievements they have done? Yes, there are definitely a lot of women who have competed in pageants and won the state titles and then have gone on to do amazing things. And I think that's what's really exciting because I also want to be one of those girls. And it really just is an amazing sisterhood with so many awesome girls who have done so many different things. And it's I'm just really glad to be a part of it. 
Now, because you guys are the teen group, do you guys have at least a Facebook or some kind of um, um, meeting ground where you guys can all chat and try to build some friendship? Or has that not been established because of the crazy year that we're in? Yes. So actually, we have a group me, which is like a little group chat um, app. And that was awesome because Kaylee, the current Miss Teen USA, um, created it. And when we all won, she gave us the link to it. And she's even in it, too. And she said the reason why she made it was because she wants us to be able to have that friendship, but also be able to ask her questions leading up to the competition and like being comfortable with who we're being around. And I thought that that was really cool because she said that she didn't have anybody to talk to or ask questions. And the fact that she made that so that we could have it, I thought that was pretty awesome. And it's cool to talk to all of the girls. I just wanted to take one second from this great interview and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you're planning a wedding, a special event, or you just need an amazing headshot, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go just go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to the show and listen to this great interview. Well, that's so awesome that she really is thinking for you guys and looking long term because those lifetime friendships, you know for a fact that one of those uh, 49 contestants uh, or I should say 50 Um, but that doesn't sound math wise one of one of you guys will be teen uh, USA so you know someone there is going to have a huge role um, for the rest of life because even though you hold the title for one year you're still going to be uh, teen USA you just be you know for that year so are you grasping the the concept that you know i'm sure holding the title for the state level must have been um a huge undertaking undertaking just for like the psyche like are you are are you there mentally that like i am uh miss new mexico like are are, 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 like is that there yet are you still like are you still trying to like wow i represent a whole state um, <laughs> especially at this like level, that. especially at this level yeah. too. Like, that's what I'm saying. Right. Um, I don't know, to be honest, like a lot of people that I meet, like, or if somebody follows me on Instagram, the first thing that they see is that I am Miss New Mexico Teen USA. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people like say like, oh, you're Miss New Mexico Teen USA, like you're famous. And I'm like, well, I don't know about that. Um, but (laughs) I guess I am representing an entire state and, um, I'm just excited to make my mark on the world and hopefully make a huge impact. And I think that being Miss New Mexico Teen USA has really helped me with that. So I am thankful for that. So the, the fame that may go along with this, I guess, is not your priority then, or, you're not aware of it or it's just a byproduct of the system that you're in that everyone knows. Like I said, and I'll emphasize again, this is when people say pageantry, they, they, they say glowingly and non glowingly things about this specific system. I mean, this is the system, this is the system that people make fun of because Donald Trump may owned it. This is the system that Bill Maher makes fun of because they think it's, uh, a purification of women so like the the does that all that stuff like just like like are you not like in that ecosystem of um aware of of what the the bigger things going on and you are you just like trying to be bolivious of what's going on and just trying to stay in your bubble um i would say that this is an amazing system and i am really glad to be a part of it and being able to represent New Mexico specifically. I think 
it's important to find the positives and, you know, focus on those instead of, you know, looking at the negatives. So I think that's kind of where I'm at with it. Um, You know, being aware of what's going on and what's in my surroundings is important, but I think the positives are more important. Well, no, I I just, I guess um, I want to clarify my question. So, like, are you aware that people hold this as being the best system and hold this as being what pageantry should be? Like, yeah, and that people will knock it because it's like when you're when you win the world series or when you, people try to knock you so there's always going to be someone who knocks you so like right right so you now you're in now you're leading up to the national title so you could be the person with the national title representing the biggest system so you know are you just like like i was trying to say like are you just more focused, you know, if you, if you don't win, you're going to just, you're going to focus on your state and you love your state or like you're fully aware of that and you're ready to take on those challenges and make everyone happy. Like, I'm just trying to see what your head is and see what your, your thoughts on that. Because at one minute you're saying like, you try to be low key and like act like, you know, pageantry is not a big deal, but you're ready. It sounds like if someone challenges you, you're ready for a great pageant uh, challenge. Yes, I would say that I'm definitely up for the challenge. I mean, it would be a huge honor to win the pageant, but even just being New Mexico and being able to represent a state in the USA system is really awesome, and it's a huge responsibility. So honestly, like, I just want to be a positive role model for whoever I can be, and regardless of other people's perceptions of pageants or the negatives that they think it has. I just want to be able to be a role model. That's awesome. And it, what's your platform uh, representing your system and, and, and what are you um, primarily focusing on when you talk to the judges? So my platform is endometriosis awareness. I was diagnosed with endometriosis at 16 which is a pretty young age to be diagnosed. Um, and it, the average diagnosis timeline is seven to 10 years. So most women don't get diagnosed until they're in their late 20s. Um, so for me, I want to raise awareness and I've also been raising funds for endometriosis. That way more women can get their diagnosis in a faster time and also just knowing about endometriosis, you might be able to help a friend who's struggling with it, or you might be struggling with it. And just knowing what I know about endometriosis and my story, being able to share that can maybe help somebody else along the way. Um, And so that's definitely something that I focus on when I'm talking to the judges. But I think one of the bigger things too, is that For me, my story is my struggle with endometriosis, but for somebody else, it might be their struggle with anxiety or, you know, being shy. It could be anything and just being able to encourage them to share their story and that they're not alone is definitely something that I, the message that I want to get across. Um, You might think I'm completely a noob, but I have no idea what that condition or diseases so would you mind informing us because i i'm sorry i'm not aware of this no you're fine it i'm it's very under researched and underfunded nobody really knows what it is but one in ten women have this disease so it's pretty common um but endometriosis is where the inner lining of the uterus grows outside of your uterus and it creates like these growths and adhesions which causes terrible wow. pain, um, painful periods, and a ton of other uncomfortable symptoms. So um, really the only treatment is surgery, um, but not everybody can have surgery. So it's definitely something that a lot of women struggle with, and that's why I am so passionate about wanting to raise awareness and funds about this disease. And I also want to break the stigma of discussing the disease openly because 
as soon as somebody finds out that it has something to do with periods, they're like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to ask or like cry, but I am actually pretty comfortable talking about that because it is part of me. And I mean, so many other women deal with it too. And I just want to be able to break that stigma um, because I don't think that we should be ashamed of that. Well, I, I'm be right up in front and I'm really proud that you were able to answer that question um, professionally and as if there was no issue. And I, um, I really appreciate you giving me more information as a man, because the more I can understand other issues for, for women, I can be more compassionate. So I appreciate you. Um, I mean, I think that in a society where we need to give women more rights and, and be more, uh, transparent and give them more opportunities, uh, is really important. So, um, I guess my follow-up question, and I'm sure you've asked, is it going to be more difficult for you to have a family because of this condition or, um, you're going to stay positive and you, you haven't addressed that at this point? So infertility is definitely a symptom of endometriosis and a lot of women struggle with it. But for me, I feel that I am not at that point yet where I really need to be stressing about that. I think when the time comes, if that is a problem, like I have a really good family and support system and amazing doctors that are going to help me figure that out. So I guess I'm trying not to think about that now and just going with the flow and hoping that everything's okay, but knowing that I will have an option, whether it's adoption or, you know, freezing my eggs or something. I just know that I have a support system to back me up with that. Well, I'm very confident that things are only going to get better technology, technology, technology wise. So, um, and at your young age, hopefully you can take those steps to, to have a family. And, um, like you, yeah, like you mentioned, there are millions and millions of kids that don't have anyone to love them. So for you to even consider that at 19 just shows how big of a heart you have. So, um, well, thank you. Um, because adopting is a, is a huge undertaking. Um, so, um, that said clearly, you know, you know, you can see why the judges loved you. I mean, like you're, you're so (laughs) seriously, you're very open with what is most important to you. You're very well skilled at on debate and, and your questions and you come back with a very, um, timely and, um, easy to go conversation. So clearly, the interview process must have been really um, easily accomplished this year. Did you feel that your you had your best interview this year, um, winning it at 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 states? Yes, I did. I walked out of my interview so excited and so happy with what I put that out there. So that was really awesome. Um, but even with it being my best interview, I was still a little nervous. I have this thing where my leg like shakes in the middle of my interview. And I don't know if that's just like a body response to being nervous. Um, but I don't feel nervous. Like in like thinking about it, I didn't feel nervous, but <laughs> my body must think different. So I just thought that was a little funny. <laughs> uh, just curious. You don't wear like a, um, like an Apple watch or anything like that, that, that tracks your heartbeat. Uh, not during my interview. I okay. took it off. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I was, I'd be curious to see if you, I mean, I would assume that you're, you had an elevated heart rate. I, I would love to, um, hopefully in the future, they'll be able to do things like uh, blood sugar and the glucose level. Cause that would really, um, they say that's a nervous tick that it, it's proponed with, um, with heart rate and everything. So I, I would assume that's what it is, but clearly the judges, didn't see that as a distraction they were paying attention to what was coming out of your mouth and not your your twitching leg so yes thankfully <laughs> i just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week 
Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or you're doing commercial, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to this great interview. All right, Isabella, um, this is the part of the show where I invite you to take over the show for a couple minutes and talk about anything that's really important. So we just talked about your platform, but I know with COVID um, in past years, we would talk about public appearances, and, and I know that Nationals is rapidly coming up, so I, I don't know if you'll have any physical public appearances. And I know you just had your going away party. But do you yes. have any fundraising going on that you need some help with? Or do you have anything that any of your colleagues or friends, anything that um, that we could help you with? Um, or do you have any prayers that we need to help you with? So, um, so all of the appearances have pretty much been online or through Zoom because of COVID which I am sad about, but I'm so glad that I've had some opportunities to, you know, just talk to kids or anything like that. Um, but the one thing that the Miss USA is doing this year is we are actually getting people to vote. So there's an app and it's called Miss USA on the app store in Google play. And you can download that and um, you can, go onto the app and vote for both Miss USA and Miss Teen USA. So there's all the states and it would be really awesome if some of the listeners maybe wanted to go and vote for New Mexico, both Miss and Teen. That would be really awesome and we would appreciate it um, because that actually grants us into the top 16. And what I think is really cool about this is that half of the proceeds go to the charity of the voters um choice so well that's me, really I cool think, that's cool yes. so, so where where I have picked, you where have you earmarked your portion i picked the endometriosis research center um because it pertains to that sounds my, awesome yep. yes so that is just i thought that was really cool and hopefully if i get the vote then all of the proceeds will go to the endometriosis research center which would be super awesome so yeah well, I mean, that's a great um, organization to promote towards. It goes towards both your platform as well as an organization, I'm sure, that is not getting the right funding that it does need. Uh, I mean, yes. I don't know anything about it, and I'm sure that there's more than enough women um, dealing with this. Um, so I'm sure that it needs more funding. Uh, I, I would doubt there is a... Uh, critical uh, disease out there that is not getting uh, is not getting a is it, I'm sure there's enough I'm sure there are plenty of diseases out there that need more critical funding so I'm sure they will definitely love um, and accept more uh, funding so um, let's yes. let's let's help her get uh, into the top 15 guys so. and the first vote is actually free and then you oh, can pay okay. for votes after that. So that's also cool. Well, well, then that's a no-brainer. You need to go there and just vote <laughs> for her. And then also, um, for all of our friends out there that are of age, you need to make a nice taxable donation. And um, we all have uh, reasons that we need to write off taxes this year. So we can so, so make some donations and, uh, and help some people. Okay? <laughs> Thank you. No, no. Um, so how um we haven't discussed covid and covid is is the uh the closet question and it has to be addressed because we we don't have a vaccine right now and um at your age do you feel concerned about it or are you more concerned that you could get bring it back and then uh, cause any of your family members. I assume your grandparents are still alive. So, um, yes. um, are you concerned that you may bring it back and cause them to be ill? 
Yes, I do think that that was that's definitely been a concern for my family because we, you know, within preparing for Teen USA, I'm going to get my nails done or going to practice my hair and makeup at the salon. So I've definitely been out and I wouldn't want to go visit my grandparents and, you know, potentially get them sick. So that's something that I've been very cautious with. Um, you know, I call them all the time, um, but I have not seen them as much um, because of that. So it is a little sad not to see them, but they are very important to me. And, you know, everybody's important. So I think it's just, um, it's better to be safe than sorry. And we've definitely had to be cautious with COVID. Do you, uh, do you feel a little, um, this is just like how you feel personally. Do you feel that you wish you could have won in a normal year or do you feel that you've tried to take, you know, you know, I'm just going to do my best to make it the best year that I've had or, you know, in all honesty, would you have rather had a year that was more normal and you could have done public appearances and, and had a more full uh, normal year of um, competition? You know, public appearances were definitely something that I was looking forward to. But at the same time, I am glad that I won this year because I have an amazing director, an amazing Miss Big Sister. Um, so I do definitely think that, you know, just finding the positives and trying to make the best out of it um, is where I'm at. And, you know, the fact that we still get to go compete at Miss Teen USA this year the fact that they are working hard to find um, the right safety measures so that all of us are safe and still able to compete, I think is really awesome. And I am just glad to be a part of that. Um, have you been preparing? Uh, like, are you going to pack extra stuff because of that? Are you, it's, I'm sure it's um, stressful enough to have your outfits for the week and then the actual competition outfits and then the shoes. And then on top of it, are you packing like all of these different like mask combinations? And like, um, are you like, I, I, you might think I'm crazy, but I carry around a bottle of, um, of 70 proof peroxide and spray. Um, and I spray everything down. So I don't, I don't know if that would be appropriate during a national competition, but, um, I'm I'm very protective of my family. Are are you bringing any extra stuff that you you would have just left home under under normal circumstances? Yes. So always having hand sanitizer with me is um, super important. I bring it. I have one in my car, in my backpack, pretty much everywhere. That way, um, I could have it. So that's definitely something I'll be bringing with me. And then. Um, we actually had masks made, but Miss USA will be providing us masks when we get there. Ooh. So I'll just need to bring a few, like, so that I can travel um, with my mask. And then after that, I'll be able to wear the masks that they provided. So that'll be nice. Fingers crossed that they either have the, the state initiatives, initials, or they have your title on it. I would love to see the sash. That would be yes. so cute. I think they were talking about something like that, Ooh. but we won't know until we get there. That's so I'm so excited cool. to see what it is. <laughs> That's so cool. And it has to be bedazzled. I mean, if it's not bedazzled, <laughs> it's not worth wearing, right? Right. <laughs> um, I mean, at this point, do you have everything or are you literally just counting down the days at this point? Because in all sincerity, your competition was usually um, competed in June. So is it, do you feel that um, you've been you you've been just waiting for this? It's the Miz. It's the Miz that it is um, usually later in the year. So even for them, this is normally um, the time that that um, universe is competed in. So um, has this been hard to just wait and wait and wait and wait? I think uh, when we first started quarantine it was a little hard because we had no idea when it was going to be but then you know 
we started getting everything together still and I was still practicing. And so that kind of kept me really excited for the competition. And now I feel like the last couple of months have just flown by because we've been so busy preparing. So like zoom by and then I'm going to be at the competition. So <laughs> I'm excited. I need to pack still I laid out. And now it just comes down to the packing and actually getting there. All right. So you address packing. So, so you don't have any idea how many bags you have yet. Um, I would say I probably have like two big ones. Only two? Really? A couple small ones. Okay. <laughs> I'm only going to be there from the 1st to the 8th or 9th. So I won't be there as long as we normally would be. So I don't need as many outfits. Okay. But you say so you're not going to have like a dedicated bag of just shoes then? Um, I would say I definitely will. <laughs> okay. So that's one bag, right? But it's not also. Yeah. But it sounded. It sounded. Did I get the drift right? You guys are driving. So, my mom is driving. Okay, so she she she's gonna take your wardrobe, I guess. She will be. Yeah. Well, I sound. That's probably a safer thing. So. Yes, I would say so. <laughs> yeah. Um, because most of my friends typically have taken around like ten bags. So for you to for you to get under under five i would be really like so because it i was thinking that you're probably going to have a bag of shoes and then you're going to have you're going to have a a, a a a suit bag or laundry laundry bag like a you know a hanging bag right, right. And, then, and then you're going to have a folding bag so um are you still debating on your interview? Do you have your interview? Like, is everything, like, nailed down? You just have to pack it? Or do you are you still nailing down anything? Everything is pretty much nailed down. My interview is actually this Saturday. Yes, it is definitely different this year. I will be doing my interview from my home um, via wow. Zoom. So that is, it is interesting. I've never really done an interview so important over zoom um but i'm excited to see how it goes i'm excited for it to finally be here <laughs> okay um have they given you any criteria on on like the lighting and anything anything like that yes so over the course of the quarantine um we've had to send in a lot of different videos and within each email that they send the request, they always have like, for lighting purposes, do this or do this. So they've definitely giving, given us a lot of tips that are very helpful. Um, so I'll definitely use those for when I do my interview this Saturday. Gotcha. Well, as, a, as, as, as for someone who actually owns a video company, I would encourage you to um, make the background look like you're in an office and make sure it looks okay. as professional just as a yeah. helpful tip so that, and nothing really crazy. So no crazy poster in the background or, okay. uh, <laughs> you know, maybe the, the dog barking outside could be taken down the block. Um, but yeah. I'm sure that you're already aware of that, but I would, I would definitely think of it like a, an awesome background, something simple, but you know, maybe a plant in the background, you know, and I hope you have an awesome table that you can, so they can see like you're at, a, I don't know if you're going to, I don't know how they're going to have you, if they're going to have you stand or they're actually going to have you sit. Um, so, but that would be my thing. I would definitely take it like a, like a job interview and I would light your house or wherever you're going to, wherever you're going to do it, like it's an office. So. Okay, I will do that. Thank yes. you. And I, I know you're going to do this. I, I'm I'm the old guy telling the young person how to do it, you know, get off my lawn. I'm screaming at <laughs> no, a cloud. I'm, I'm screaming at a cloud, you know, so. Um, Thank you. I really th I appreciate your time. I know that you have limited amount of time going into national, so I appreciate you coming on the Total Focus podcast, Isabella, and uh, I really appreciate your um, – your opportunities and, and I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to do this. And I wish you only the best. And I, I hope 
that when you do win nationals that you wouldn't mind giving our podcast uh, an opportunity to interview again as the national title holder. So I hope that would be possible in the future. So, yes, thank you. I had so much fun. Thank you for having me and uh, fingers crossed for nationals. (laughs) Yes. Fingers are crossed for you and we are rooting for you. Thank you so much. Isabel, thank you so much for coming on the show and giving us a real insight of what it takes to win a title at such a young age and um, dealing with all of the COVID areas. And um, it's always interesting to get insight and understanding how to be successful at the highest level. And everyone does they're preparing a different way and um it's always interesting to see how what really defined and what makes you who you are so we really appreciate and i i clearly learned more stuff and i appreciate your time and i appreciate everything that you were able to tell us about your wonderful upcoming event i just wanted to mention to all of our lovely listeners to I appreciate everyone. Please make sure you're washing your hands and staying safe during these times. And as always, I would love and appreciate comments and, of course, a little ding-ding as a reminder on in, on YouTube and subscribe and to select all on the notification bell and ring that bell, as they say. And as you guys should be aware of, if you're listening to our show on a regular basis, we also have our movie review show with my co-host, Ivan Carlos, where we talk about movies and we just have a great time. So I would really appreciate you guys giving us a thumbs up, giving us a subscribe. And for our listeners over on iTunes, please just pass it along and also Give us also a thumbs up and please give us a subscribe. Everyone is appreciated. Everyone is welcome. And as always, please stay 